Fots. Fots. We out here. <laughs> the Fots pod. I think we just do oh. this podcast just so that we can say Fots uh, multiple yeah. times a week. Yeah, it's kind of crazy uh, that Fots. Fots. Everybody asks us now. I mean, now that we're podcasters. <laughs> you know, uh, what does Fots mean? I'm like, hey. It's like it's kind of a weird name. I'm like, yo, focus on the stars. Yeah. Nah, and the, and the, the thing we always going to tell you was crazy. This is only our third episode. Nah, for real. But I already feel like talent. Like, I didn't even want to open the door to the spot. <laughs> I yeah. was going to text either John or Kaba and be like, yo, listen, I'm, I'm talent today. I'm strolling I in. I can't really open the door. I, I, I just want to be talent and fly in. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But anyway, that being said, enough about us. Yes. We have an empty chair over here. Yeah. And it's very special for us because we have our first guest. First guest. And when we had the idea for this pod, this was months ago, we said, this has to be our first guest. A hundred percent. It didn't matter. I wonder why. Well, you'll have to keep watching <laughs> because we're going to tell the story of yeah. why. Nah, this is... Uh, yeah, nah, definitely special guest. Um, definitely... Somebody that's de- in, in rooted in like New York hip hop, so um, especially radio, right? Nah, hundred percent, hundred percent, and deeply, deeply rooted in kind of this. Yeah, for sure. So we'll tell that story, and you know, have my man come through whenever uh-huh. he comes through. But while we're waiting for him, what we could do? What's up? In red, we got a rate. John. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it says from one to ten. So hold on. Just so y'all know, John is one of our producers. On the board, it says, this guy is a narcissist. So he says, rate John from one to ten. So let's see. Mike, what you rate John? <laughs> the stance alone is definitely a twelve. <laughs> Because you got to remember, he's in charge. Him and Kaba edit. Uh, uh, uh. So you can never say nothing. (laughs) Yo. This is hilarious. They're always right. If you're in relationships, Kaba, John, yo, have us speak to them because they're right. Say, nah, nah, you're right. Because I was going to say 20, so you good. So we did. You know what I mean? We out here. You know what I'm saying? So So, so we got that out the way. We good. We good. We got it out the way? Yeah. We got to have have our guy. Let's see what's going on. Who? I guess it's ready. He's done with hair and makeup. <laughs> yeah. Um, See, we, we take care of our people here. Yeah, exactly. Hair, makeup, we do what we got to do. Is that is that him? <gasps> oh. That's him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's our guy, Hip Hop Mike. Hip Hop Mike. What up, man? What's going on, bro? Oh, my boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would get up, but they would get mad because oh, I would move man. the mic and pause. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now we have... Let's see. This is going to be a riddle. Pause. How many mics are in your screenshot right now? Yo, anyway. I just do it so for John. Guy, I just, do it for John. He just can't, he just can't wait. I do it for John. He just can't wait. <laughs> it's it's nah, hilarious, man. That's all right. Well, yo, Mike, man. Yo, what's happening, guys? What's good, man? Thank you, yo, man. This is like monumental for us, huh? Nah, for sure. It definitely, definitely is, bro. Like, you got to understand that Mike yeah. is like, Mike is like our brother, right? Not and like he's our brother. Yeah, but it's 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 crazy because it's it's gonna sound like we're like children and that he's like one of our parents. Oh my god! But <laughs> crazy. but it's because of Mike that Don and I had met, and I remember it's That's funny because when I knew you were coming here, bro, I was like, I remember specifically being like when when Don we didn't tell our story yet as far as but when Don was reaching out, I remember asking you. 
I was like, yo. I said, what's up with this dude? Like, he's, he's Guy cool. Guy checking. He's solid. I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and literally, I remember what you said. You were like, yo, he's dope. He's, you, you said, he's just like you. See yeah. how you are with Cheeks and his family? He's like that with Jufu, and I think it'll be dope. And Yeah, here we are. You know what I'm saying? How many years later? Like two years, two and a half, three years, almost yeah. three years later. Listen, it's proof, man, that caring about the clients, it goes a long way. No, that's... You know what I'm saying? I, I knew how much you care about Chiclet Millenni from early on, Facts. you know, and watching how they grew, but you made sure that things stayed on track in the personal life and the professional. Facts. You know, it was very important to you. And mm-hmm. then when I met Don, yeah. you know, he was on the same time with Jufu. Like, yeah. like speaking of Jufu, that man is like, he's wiser than all of us. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's Buddha. And I was like, he's clearly got good guidance. Yeah. So I'm like, how could it be wrong, you know, to link nah, two guys that really care about, you know, the artists and just the craft that everybody, you know, has their own individual thing. That's a fact. Y'all let people be themselves. Facts. So it's a pleasure, man. I'm happy to see everything blossoming. Yeah, um, listen, I mean, this is, <laughs> I, yo, this is kind of crazy, man, because no, it just becomes, we started something and it it turned into this, like, amazing, like. It's just full, it's a full circle moment. Full circle moment. It's definitely a full circle moment. Um, You know, I was telling you off camera that when we, Chicle was t- told us, yo, you guys got to do a pod. Right? Yeah. And it was this was months ago. And when we started, after we got out of thinking about everybody else, right? Because that's what, you know, you know, what we do. It was like, yeah, we should we should do it when, when the time is right. And we both said, first guest has, has to be Mike. Has to be yeah, hip-hop, hip-hop Mike. Mike. Yeah. Let's go. yeah <laughs> it's it's good to be here, guys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, a, yo, and that's a fact. So we And we also was looking at just the... the your your evolution of what you've done with like with what your career and to and in transitioning to what we were doing as far as management and it's it all still coincides, bro. It's like the way you are with people is the way we are with people. It's a it's a sense of the genuine energy. Everything kind of like seamlessly going because right now you you moving around, you moving and shaking. Nah, his energy yeah, crazy, man. right? Yeah, energy crazy. He's kind of glowing at the yeah, moment. Yeah, I was just gonna oh, say, he's smiling. Yeah, I promise, I'm not pregnant right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yo, but yeah, I'm, I'm saying, going though. It's, it's the money. It's yeah, not. There's it's no still, babies on the way. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Nah, How you been, man, bro. I mean, everything's great. I, I feel like you know the genuine stuff is is always paid off in, yep. in the sense of like creating new opportunities Facts. and you know just having that genuine love for music. It helped me connect with people like you guys, and Facts. having a love for what I'm doing now with the real estate has helped me connect with people in that field that. You know, I have been just dropping blessings on me, man. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. So what? So what does that? What's the difference between <laughs> like the radio music and like and the real estate? How is that? How does that? Is it different? Yeah, I mean, so for me personally, mm-hmm. it's the difference is is like I'm very emotional when it comes to like music yep. and the entertainment industry. Like I grew up in it. You yep. know, I was always very attached to like mixtapes as a kid. Yep. I was very attached to like just different artists and their stories. So, I mean, I think emotionally, you know, when you're attached to something like that and yeah. you work in it, it's a lot more emotion jerkers than like, like, I don't even know what the word is for yeah, it. Yeah. It definitely pulls you around a little bit more mm-hmm. where with the real estate, it's just strictly about the money. It's yeah. like, you know, I'm not emotionally attached to it. I just love the idea of the business. Yep. And when I have conversations with people, it's like, we're always kind of on the same page. There's no yeah. room for opinion. It's just like, what do the numbers look like? That's... I mean, nowadays though, <laughs> I mean, the, it, it it seems as if that it's a little bit more carefree too, like for you, because you have a little bit more freedom and not. Yeah, yeah, well, so I mean, it's flexible as far as like I have a nine to five, and a lot of people like I, can I curse on here? No, nah, do you? 
Hell yeah. Do a lot of people do. shit on the nine to five. Yeah, like, we don't shit on the nine nah, to five. Nah, nah, I, think, I think it's, you know, you got to get it how you live, man. For sure. For me personally, I've always been somebody who likes structure. I think it worked well with radio, with having mm. like times of like, this is when you're playing songs, when commercials played. Yep. Like, I was able to kind of keep up with that structure and thrive and being on like efficient in it. Mm-hmm. But again, like being emotionally attached to the music, music yeah. it creates a lot of conflict because I'll go to bat for something I believe in, even yep. if it's not a popular opinion. Even if it's not something that's like politically correct to be talking about or saying, no, yeah. that's a hundred percent. And I and I want to because I know we know who you are. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, right? for sure. We I want back. you. I, I want <laughs> you to kind of tell the people like because we're we're sitting here talking like everybody. Yeah, nah, we're having a conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want it's I want good. people to understand who you are, what you've done, because you know, like what you said, you've always gone against the grain, especially in the music industry. Like you've yep. really looked and saw talent. Before anybody, yep. you know what I mean, I and it. a lot and of we, and too. we and we knew that where it was kind of like, yo, Mike didn't get the flowers that he was supposed to get because it was like, damn, yo, that yo, Mike was the first person that put this dude in front of a camera or on yeah. the radio. So I just want you to kind of, you know, however you want to do well, it, but just kind of say yeah, who. Yeah. The first time I heard about Coyler Rays because of, it was because of <laughs> right, Mike. Right. So so nah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, right, I, I mean, know that. A lot of artists like I, I think that's. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, my fault. Okay. Yeah, no, nah, I think, um, you know, a lot of artists, man, like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I feel like, you know, growing up in music, I knew about even guys like the Dipset crew, yep, like, yep, yep. you know, all of it, like mm-hmm. very early on. Mm-hmm. And again, it's like for me, you know, it hasn't been so much about building my own thing, which I don't know if it's a mistake. Like, yeah. like there's something about getting flowers that feels great, yeah. but it also inflates like things personally that yeah. you start looking from a yep. different position. That's a fact. And I'm big on staying grounded. So I, I don't know. Like, I give myself the flowers, mm-hmm. and I definitely, I'm very blessed to live the life that I live. Yep. But I didn't expect it to go, you know, where it went as far as the entertainment stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, even, like, the barbering stuff, bro. I got so many different things that, like, I would hit these milestones, whether it's with barbering, pizza, pizza. music. Yeah. Yeah, 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 That I'd be around people that were elite at those fields, and I just think getting the experience mm-hmm. is worth so much more than getting, like, the accolades for doing it within the structure that they want you to do, do it in. Yeah. You know, one thing I learned I, well, with you too is also you're you're like a, a great dot connector, right? So, and I can say that because of <laughs> the dot you connected with us. So, with us, I, I can me personally, I can I can vouch for that because I my partner is essentially my soul brother. We, mm-hmm. is, we met because of you. Mm-hmm. So the, I've seen it around in other industries that you've been with, especially with the pizza. You mm-hmm. you you put a lot of people together with the music. I've seen you do numerous of numerous things with, with the music and you've connected them dots and those some of those people are still together till today. For sure, man. Yeah, and I just want, I, like I told you as soon as I saw you and I said it earlier, bro, you look so happy. Thanks, and that, bro. And that, was, and that was the thing. It's like, you know, you were working and I'm not going to mention, you know what I'm saying, you were at, you were on radio, right? Mm-hmm. And a popular station, right? And it's like a lot of people, like what you said, people shit on a nine to five, right? But a lot of people would, if they were there. Oh my God. Yeah, for sure. It's the dream. Yeah. Right? yeah. For nah, them. I was like that. Like right. stepping in the building, I was like, I couldn't believe I was at, I say, like, shout mm-hmm. out Hot 87. Like, yeah. I couldn't believe I was at Hot 87. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that allure is always there. I mean, of course. you put on certain clothes, you go to certain places, there's always going to be that little bit of like, you know, the public nostalgia of it is like, wow. wow. Right. Yeah. But like, once you get close enough, whether you're making clothes, you see where that gets done, yeah. or you're behind the scenes of radio and you see like 
what's actually keeping things ticking. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to be okay with what the day-to-day lifestyle is. You can't just be in love with, like, the aesthetic. So did you, while you was there, did you learn any of the business attributes, uh, the accolades or things that's going on with the, with, like, the radio station? Like, is there any... I realized it was a job, you know, mm-hmm. like anything. Like, you know, you could work at a bunch of different places mm-hmm. and different places have different policies and different management styles. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I started to kind of look at it as a job. Like the, the closest thing I could explain to it mm-hmm. is like there's a point for everybody where they look at their parents as like people yep. and not just like their parents. parents. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. growing up, you look at your parents as like parents in the sense like, oh, they, they know what's going on out here. They yeah. got the morals. I mean, or they don't, yeah. I guess, but... Either way, you know, you kind of don't look at them as like an individual anymore. Yeah, yeah. Until a certain point where you're like, oh, my dad's like that. Maybe he's a little screwed up for this. <laughs> yeah, Maybe my yeah, mom yeah, went yeah. through some ish and is yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. and when you start kind of seeing things for how they are, not just how you want to see them, mm-hmm. you kind of could be more in tune with yourself of like if it's a space that's right for you or a relationship that's right for you mm-hmm. or if it's something that, you know, maybe isn't healthy for you and you got to step away from, even if it's working. Right. I think that's the hard part for people is like, like Seinfeld finale is like, how do you step, step away, away when it's that. working? Right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. And I think it's important to be able to do that for like evolution. Right. You know? And, and when for, for you, you spoke about like, you know, hey, I'm, I was here and you're like, oh my God, I'm walking into the building. Do you remember how you felt like, how how was it and what did you do? Like, how did you, first of all, how did you get there, yeah. right? And then once you were there, what, do you remember what the moment was where you looked at your parents as individuals? Yeah, like, for sure. I mean, so, I mean, to bring it full circle, it's, you know, I'm able to connect people just off the energy. For right. sure. Like, in all yeah. honesty, like, I've met so many different people through my experiences of, like, growing up in the streets mm-hmm. and working in mixtape spots, barbershops, yep. group homes, that, you know, you start being able to read energy. Yep. And I think in radio, for me personally, it was like, you know, energetically, I was able to see an artist and appreciate what they were doing, really? even if the music wasn't for me, right. and try to give them a platform to be themselves without me trying to insert what my energy was into their situation. I get that. So with radio, it just kind of happened. You mm-hmm. know, it wasn't something that, like, I was actively pursuing. Mm-hmm. I wasn't confident at all growing up. Like, I was very kind of, like, loner, low-key. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had grown up in like a group home for a couple of years. I got out, I became a barber, I was working a pharmacy. So I was just like, my hustle was there, yeah. but like, I didn't get into it because I wanted to like broadcast was it, my was opinions. It, was it, was it, was it more so of a necessity of finding yourself? Um, I just love music yeah, man. Yeah. like in all honesty, like I was a big fan of music and growing up, I, I listened to a lot of the mixtapes, a lot of the Hot 97 mixtapes. Mm-hmm. And when I got into the situation where I was in this group home, you know, they would give us like library visits once a week. They like walk like six of us to the library, Mm -hmm. like half a mile away. Mm -hmm. We sit at the computer. We get like an hour of computer time. Mm -hmm. And I just started reaching out to like Green Lantern, to everybody at Hot, Angie, Rosenberg, Flex, everybody just in that hour time. Um, through MySpace, and I connected MySpace, with Rosenberg. MySpace. Yeah, through MySpace. I mean, this is going back 2006, Yikes. 2005. MySpace. But, yeah, I was going to holler at joints on my <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yeah, Peter Rosenberg is that's right. <laughs> yeah, man. Black Planet, you heard? Yeah. <laughs> but, nah, but, but Rosenberg, you got your start with him, correct? Well, so that was like the door opening to, nice. to just him knowing who I was and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Like, To be honest, at the time, he was brand new, and I wasn't as familiar with him either. So, Mm -hmm. like, again, it wasn't, like, pursuing this career. It was more so just, like, I love music. Hot 97 puts out these Mm mixtapes. I'm going to reach out to people. And, like, Mm -hmm. what I said in that message was just, like, 
I love to learn how to like get into the industry. Yeah. It wasn't like I love to be in radio. Like if Green Lantern would have hit me back, I could have been putting out mixtapes. Yeah, like Green you know, like yeah, I didn't yeah. have an agenda. I didn't DJ. I never did any like podcasting wasn't a thing, but I never yeah. did like any kind of content. And, you know, I got out of the group home. I started working all these jobs just to kind of get by. I was renting a place in Brooklyn for like 800 a month mm-hmm. and just grinding, bro. And I was so miserable with like the hustle of being in a pizzeria for X amount of hours, like getting dirty, dropping pies off to yeah. people, you know, leaving there, go to the pharmacy, riding a bicycle, delivering pills yeah. to like all over the, the neighborhood, like. You know, I'm working at the barbershop. I just got yeah. hair. So, like, everything, I'm just, like, nah, but dirty we, and grinding. But that's the thing, though. The one thing I could say is that we've we've seen you hustle. So, essentially, all the stuff that you've done as a kid essentially translated as you grow into a grown man. Cause, well, that's your work ethic. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's like what you yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, translates into that. And one thing that you had said, because we had spoke about this on an episode prior, as mm-hmm. far as you said, I emailed, and I said, and you broke down what, what you it was. What it was. Key thing is that he said what he wanted. Yeah, yeah he didn't yeah. say yo. Yeah, or or <laughs> yeah, or, mean, or, or, or let's work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's work. He had you had you had an agenda, and you were just like, "Hey, look, this is I'm just trying yeah. to see what's up." It was honestly like so. I didn't have any agenda, but I had a moment of vulnerability right. yeah. where I was just like expressing myself. Like I was in this group home at the point like they don't give you library privileges like day one. Like yeah. it, it maybe a year and a half in, I got the privilege to go to the library. That's crazy. So it's like I have all this bent up a, emotional a garbage that I don't know how to work through. I'm a right. kid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now I'm at this thing and I'm reaching out to people for like the first time in a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like letting it all go. I'm like, man, life sucks. Like, I hate being in this group home. I I would love to do something in music. Like any advice you could give me, I'll take it. You know, and and I think just asking for the advice because I was really lost, man. Like, Mm -hmm. and I didn't realize how lost I was, but like. Like what put me in the group home was like breaking into houses and robbing people. Yeah, this, this guy, this guy was out here doing B and E's. I was wild. <laughs> this guy was out here doing B and E's. Not B and H. B and E. Nah, nah, nah. nah, nah, nah. nah. This guy's doing B and E's. But I mean, <laughs> so even with that though, um, with the transition of like getting with Rosenberg, under did you? Have a business mindset, or it was just more sort of hustle first? Nah, it was all hustle, bro. Uh, like I mean, so I I started working these jobs. Yeah. I knew of Rosenberg through MySpace, but we didn't talk. Yeah. Like I reached out to him once. He responded. He was like, mm-hmm. "Good luck to you." Like, oh, keep yeah. Going, you know, yeah. And um, <laughs> and crazy. I'm working this barbershop job, uh-huh. and I'm listening to radio a lot, and I hear Rock the Bells promo to like go to Rock the Bells, like win yep. tickets. And I called up, and I won the tickets somehow. Mm-hmm. I go to Rock the Bells, and I sneak backstage. Like my cousin came with me; he was a DJ. Like you know, some militant ish. Yeah, thing. I get it. Like my cousin was a, a DJ. He knew this dude who's also a DJ who was plugged with one of the artists, but he mm-hmm. also had a cell phone store. It was like this random like relationship my cousin had. So he helped me get backstage, and then I just run into Rosenberg, and I recognized him from well, MySpace. Space, yep. I'm like, yo, I want to work with you. And he curved me. And I was like, I told him, like, bro, I'm working all these jobs. It's miserable. But he's like, know, you got to go to school, Just bro. understand. I understand the curve. Uh, listen, I respect <laughs> it. Is it. You know, he this says guy. I curved him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I understand it. You uh, curved him? Yeah, he did. How, how does that happen? That, that's yeah, what he said. That's what he said that's when, I, he when said. I hit him up. Because that's why he G-checked me by quitting you up. Oh, <laughs> my see God. see if I knew you. Yeah, but go ahead, gotcha. my bad. Oh, okay, got you. Well, listen, you got to vet everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, damn. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I linked with him that day, and it's it's not like he completely curved me, but he gave me good advice. He yeah, was yeah. like, go to school, 
if you get into classes, they'll give you like credits to get an internship and then, you know, reach out to me when you're in school and I'll see if I can get you set up on an internship. Fire. That's fire. That he and, even um, did that, bro. And what, did you end cool. up going to school to do it or? So, so I finished you hustled high school. <laughs> nah, oh, yeah. so I finished high school. I hustled my way into college. Mm-hmm. I got into Brooklyn College on like mm-hmm. with 70s. Like I knew a girl who worked in admissions. See, this guy's. Bro, that's great. This. I, so yeah, I went to high school at BCA, <laughs> which is in the college campus. So okay. They knew me from being in the high school in there. Okay. So I finessed like an acceptance into Brooklyn College. Yeah, from B&E's to acceptance <laughs> to Brooklyn Crazy, college. right? Like my oh. average was so far off. And this girl, shout out to her, man. She just finessed my way in. Look at that. But two months later, I was out. I was like, <laughs> this guy's drunk, I started it. So my thought was, is I'll go to Brooklyn College. I'll take like pre-med. I was going to do pharmacy. Like, because okay. the pharmacist that I was working with was making the most money of yeah. the barbershop shop. and the restaurant. Yeah. He was dropping pills off, right? Yeah, I was delivering pills. Like, Legal drug dealer, best job yeah. in the world. <laughs> and, and I like, I feel that. You know, they yeah. make like 500 bucks a day, easy. They do what they want to do. They mm-hmm. come and go. So I was like, I'm going to just go to pharmacy school, right? But, you know, chemistry classes are really tough. Yep. Yeah, I had yeah. no money at all. You know, it was just like, I'm paying rent. I'm still working certain jobs. So I just wasn't focused on school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a couple of months in, I dropped out. I was like, whatever. I go back to regular life and just grinding. A year goes by, and I hear on the radio, Rock the Bells again, bro. And I call up, and yeah. I win tickets again, bro. Nah, that's crazy. Two years in a row, right? And I have the tickets to bro. prove it. The comp that's tickets, crazy. I got them that's to prove crazy. it. I'll send it if you want to put them on the screen. I don't know what ending <laughs> y'all do. But not because people think I'm capping when I say yeah. I won three years in a row, bro. Uh-huh. Wow. So the second year I won, I go. By that time, I'm cutting this dude, Lil Fame's hair, like okay. here and there from MOP. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. He's on the bill. I get to the show. He sees me like on the other side of the barricade. Yo, come through. Yo, come yeah, through. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got that picture too. I'm post up with Fame backstage. I see Rosenberg. I'm like, yo, you remember me? I'm trying to work. He's yeah. like, you in school? I'm like, I was, but not anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, you got to go to school. Again, I tried school, bro. I enrolled in that year. I enrolled to two colleges. I go to Kingsborough for like a few months, drop out. December, January comes. I enroll in a five towns college, not working, drop out. Damn. It's just like, it's He's not like, working. you like, school ain't for me. Yeah, yeah. yo. So, B&E is for me. B&E. B&E. School's not for me. B&E and, yeah. sne- and sneaking in the back of the Rocky Bells. <laughs> well, I was sneaking, like, so at that point, I had been going to a lot of concerts, so mm-hmm. I snuck backstage at a bunch of things. I made friends with, like, security. Like, you know, because I'm a kid. This like, guy, I, I how love old, this Yeah, guy. how old are you around this time? I'm probably, like, 18. I love okay. You know, 19. Yeah. And I'm, like, on my own, 18, 19. Like, yeah. I'm not running around with, like, like, maybe my cousin would pop out, but he was a little nutty. Like, you know, yeah. I was kind of just like, I'd go to an event by myself type-ish. Nah, for sure. And, uh, yeah, man, the, the third year, like, so that second year, he tells me to go to school. I try again. doesn't work. The third year, I go. I won tickets again, bro. I, I go to the station to pick them up, and I'm in the elevator. And, and at Hot 97 at the time, there was only one elevator that went up mm-hmm. to the seventh floor. So me and this dude getting, like, the wrong elevator – and we're just passing the floor. And this guy's got a bag that says Metro PCS on it. Mm-hmm. So we start talking in the elevator. I'm like, oh, like, what you here for? He says he's dropping off tickets like, oh. t- for Rock the Bells. I'm like, yo, you got extra tickets to that bag? <laughs> he gave me, like, six tickets, bro. Uh, so I'm like, I pick great. up two. I get a bunch more from him. I flip a couple tickets. I made some money. So I, I, I kept, like, I think three tickets. I go, it was me, uh, my girl at the time, and her friend, mm-hmm. and one other kid that I knew that was already there. 
So we hanging out. That year it was on like Governor's Island. Um, it starts raining. This girl's like friends left her. She's getting tight at me. She's like barking at me. We may be like a yeah. year into a relationship. So she's just like, so you, just, going, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like at a year, you know if they're going to be like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a wrap. <laughs> they going to be like that. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like that. Oh, so yeah. We in the rain. She's yeah. going off. And um, and I see Rosenberg like right behind her. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, get you. I'm going to talk to this dude. Yeah. I go talk to him. He saw she was barking at me. Mm -hmm. He's like, you good? I'm like, nah, man. I'm like, I done dropped out of three schools. I'm okay. grinding all these jobs. I like, want to work. Life is bad, man. <laughs> like, life is really bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, he just gives me his email. He's like, you know, hit me up. Like, you know, maybe there's something. If something comes up, yeah. like, you know, we could touch base. So, like, I hit him up the next day. I don't hear anything back. A few days goes by. I'm at Restaurant Depot right here in Maspeth. I got like a crappy drop top beamer. Like I'm loading <laughs> yeah, it yeah, with drop like top cheese drop and top sauce. Title. What was it? I say it's drop a drop top because like literally I couldn't fit like all the cheese and sauce boxes <laughs> in the car That's unless crazy. the roof's down. So I'm standing uh, yeah. next to it with That's the top crazy. down loading cheese into the back of the car. Right? Like cases of this ish to go. I was working a pizzeria called Italian Affair on Northern Boulevard. is in like that liquidator shopping mm -hmm. center. My phone dings. I get an email from Rosenberg. He's like, yo, I have an event tomorrow or tonight. I forgot what mm. it was. It was either that night or the following night. He was hosting an after party at Santos for like the Jay-Z, Eminem, Yankee Stadium show. Oh, yeah. I remember that show. I was there. Right? So, yeah, yeah. this is like 2008, yeah. 9. And, um, show was fire. And I'm like, all right. I Like my car, I told you, it was like beat up. He, he wants me to pick him up. I'm like, damn, I don't really have a whip. So I, I go back to Brooklyn, like, I guess it was probably the next night. I go back after work, and I'm just like, damn, what am I going to pick him up in this shitty car? Mm -hmm. And I'm at my boy's house, and it's, like, maybe two hours before I'm supposed to go get him, like, three hours. And I'm telling my boy this, whatever. I'm, like, ready to go in the yeah. hoopty. And he asked me, he's like, yo, can you just drop this envelope off at my sister's crib, like, on your way to the city? So who said this, your man or? My homie, yeah. Okay. Shout out to Joe, my boy Joe. I'm at his crib just chilling like it's the day that I got to go pick Rosenberg up for this event. But it's like earlier in the day. It's like mm -hmm. 4 o'clock. I got to pick him up Where he six. lived at that time? Uh, the Upper West Side. Okay. He was on like 86th Street at the and time on Broadway. And I'm in Brooklyn. No, I'm, I'm in Brooklyn. Sheepshead, okay. like on Bedford and okay. like Avenue Z. Yeah. But my boy, he got an apartment, whatever. We chilling. Like we just hanging yeah. out, you know. And I'm like, I got to leave him a bit. I got to go pick this dude up. So he doesn't like, he has no idea what's going on. But he asked me, she's just like, it's on the way. Can you drop this off my sister? It's an envelope. So I go there and she's parked in front of the crib with like her friend. They, her friend just got a brand new Maxima. <laughs> so I was like, yo, what y'all doing tonight? Y'all trying to come to the city? You know what I'm saying? This guy from B&E's to finessing. Nah, yeah, yeah, to finesse, bro. That's and, great. And they gave, me, they gave me the lift. They was like, yo, we'll drive. I get in the back seat. We drive uptown. Rosenberg gets in the back seat. He's like, you got girls driving you around? I'm like, yo, be like that sometimes. Ah! I, got I got a car, but I was going to pick you up. My car has got yeah. like cheese on the back seat. Like, yo. this thing's fucked up. And um, yeah, man, he just got in. We talked that ride. You know, we go to the event. It went Fine. well. I got him home. Everything was smooth. Hits me up the next day. Yo, another event, like SOBs. So then I'm just driving him. So mm -hmm. I'm still working these jobs, but it, like I end up just every night after work, I'm like heading out you, to the but, city to but drive were you, dro him. you drove him in the drop top this no, time? No, so eventually <laughs> I got my car like cleaned up and I start picking him up and like any car that I had, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like I probably had three, four cars throughout just the couple of years where I was just driving. Uh, well, yeah. um, but you was pay essentially you were paying your dues. 
No, I thought so. <laughs> oh, I mean, not but, like, so. but for life, I, I don't know. know. Nah, you definitely no, were. A lot nah, of tuition. Nah, I don't know. I know nah, what, you definitely were for 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 pain. life, bro. That, like that's that's the thing is is that and and I want I want you to continue. But super sidebar is like, you know, people nowadays don't do that, right? Because they'll yeah. after the first I time. I see why though. I but, definitely see why. But but <laughs> but it, it becomes the mindset, right? And it's like people just be giving up, right? And your story, like I love hearing this. You know what I mean? As far as for this, because, you know, we we deal with a lot of talent. Right. And, you know, there's tons of talent out here, but there's not what you are speaking about, bro. The, yo, bro, that's perseverance. That's consistency. Bro, it's just it's just it's, it's just time, a, it's bro. just amazing. I appreciate it, but man. at the time, he probably thought it was just because at the time you didn't see for of course C. not. He you just saw, see it. You just saw that this is an opportunity. Yeah, you hustling. I, so, I yeah. didn't even know what it was, man. Was I just, just knew I was having fun. Like no, honestly. but that's but that's even that's even crazy because you it's it's an opportunity. You you saw a way in. I definitely that, saw. Yeah, you yeah. saw a way in. Mm-hmm. So when, being that you saw the you saw that there was light at the end of the tunnel, some way, shape, or form. I was hoping. Like yeah, I, I really like that's the one thing I really struggle with. And like I I'd say if I'm envious of anybody, mm-hmm. I really am envious of people who like know what they want to do. I got you. Because I still have no idea, bro. I'm just like a trial and error kind of guy. Where it's like I'll do something for mm-hmm. a while and then like get bored with it, switch to something else. Which is like it has its benefits as far right. as like living life and disconnecting. But yeah, and disconnecting yeah. and being uh-huh. able to like just like I enjoy like I'm an in the moment motherfucker. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. like yeah. I'm very aware of where I'm at when I'm there. You know, I'm not somebody who's like in the past, in the future. Which like sometimes it's good to look a little ahead. Yeah. But you know, it's I don't know. It's just that well, naturally that's, that's how I've been. I guess that's why I was asking about the business of music. I mean, of of radio. My bad. Um, to see if that was if you ever started getting like understanding where the dollars came from, how does it work? Did that was that yeah. was that even a thing for you? Like when you was well, he there, he got cheese in the back, right? No, nah, yeah. I mean he got yeah. cheese well, in the point, back. I know, point, I know he sure, got cheese. Yeah. In, I know he had cheese in the back <laughs> in, the, in the drop top. But being that we had spoke about when he was that hot, um, you know, is it was that something that you thought about? Ever, like from a business standpoint? like at a, at a point for sure. Like I wanted to kind of understand the business. It was years from then. Like mm-hmm. like I got to a point maybe my last two years where I started looking at Hot as like a publicly traded company. It was like Emmys and not just looking at it as like this nostalgic. Like I stopped looking at mom and dad and yeah, started yeah. looking at it as Land like that. the people. Yeah, but, yeah. We, but we skipping. I need to know to the point where you get it. Oh, <laughs> We skipping, well, we well, jumping. So, nah, I, mean, I, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want the producer to look at us weird because we're dragging on a certain thing. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I want to I know. I want to know how you get into uh, get into hot. We got the cheese. You going through all this, and then how sorry, does that? I, when does it? Bad. When does it go to? My fault. Nah, <laughs> I was trying to do the spin. Nah, nah. nah. When it? When, Listen, when is I'll, it? I'll jump. I'll jump ahead <laughs> quick. But long story short. Mm-hmm. I stopped working these jobs. I'm driving Rosenberg around. I get a job working at Sleepy's. Oh. So like my life becomes after like a year or so of driving him. Like Selling king size beds? Everything. All sizes. Twins, twin XL, king, Cali That's king, amazing. queens, fulls, everything. Like it's fire. You know, mattress protectors, pillows, you name it. Selling it all. There's a crazy markup on those things. Yeah, yeah. nah, bro. It's That's I mean, crazy. I don't want to drag the producer's time, but we can get <laughs> nah, the mattress business. Was it's with, crazy was... how much you learn in the mattress business. Go ahead. Bro. Yeah, I'm so, yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, long story short, bro, I get into Sleepies. I'm like working there during the day, driving Rosenberg at night, going back to Sleepies, sleeping on one of the beds, waking up, throwing a suit on, selling beds, just on repeat hustle. for like three years, bro. Yeah, that's grinding, hustle though. Hustling. Um, and you but, only had to, and, but and you were only, and you had yourself to. You were just taking care of yourself. So you was like, "Yo, let me 
put everything into what this is. I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm like, uh, you know, I left these three jobs that were paying me X amount. I go mm -hmm. to Sleepy's. Now I'm a commission guy making like almost 100 a year. I was like, I'm just chasing the Wait, bag. I'm was, in the city on, now. You were slinging mattresses making 100 a year? Yeah, bro. Yo, bro, the, the markup in mattresses it is used to crazy. Be crazy. Now, it's now crazy. they don't make, now they make like 40, 50. But at the now time, the Sleepy's was saying. A hundred G's on slinging mattresses. No cap. I'm ready to go sling some mattresses. Don't do yes, that. Oh, no, all right, all right, all right. Okay. So, well, so, so I say this: it's for anybody wants to sling mattresses. Sling mattresses. That was like my first experience of like you're really trading your life for the money. Okay. So it's like I'm making a lot of money, but I don't have any time to spend it, and it's uh -huh. like my money's just kind of like going towards dry cleaning and gas and like sustaining the lifestyle after sleepies of running around with Rosenberg. Oh. Which is expensive. expensive. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you're, um, paying, you're paying for dinners? I'm paying for everything, bro. You're paying, paying for dinners, lunch? Gas, for food, for, for everything. Both, for the both of for you? The car payment. Not for both of us. He would pay sometimes for like for my food. Yeah. But like I pay for my own gas, bro. Yeah, yeah. I pay my own tolls. Like, that you know, I spent up. like gas I spent a lot of money. Then, so. Gas wasn't crazy. It was like five dollars, ten dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, five dollars to get you something. Yeah. I mean, let's just say a lot of that hundred went towards back into the hustle. Hustle. You yeah, know yeah, what I'm for saying? sure. Yeah. Yep. And, um, you know, don't get me wrong, like, you know, all accountability, like, I was eating great, too. You know, I was in the city on the Upper East Side, so I was, like, getting good lunch. Yep. Like, I was, you know, I was smoking. Mm -hmm. So I definitely was, like, chilling, but I don't know, man. That It was, like, it was more work. Like, 11 hours a day, five days a week. Yeah. You know, yeah. holidays, you work, like, 13-hour days. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, not a good lifestyle, you know? I'm the youngest one at Sleepy's. I got district managers that are pissed that I'm making more money than them. Yeah. Doing like petty stuff. Like, you know, it's just bad. You had like, to get the gag when you were slinging mattresses. Well, yeah. So it's, <laughs> it was very similar. So I say I learned a lot through that experience is like, it's very similar to radio. It's like mm -hmm. Sleepies used to tell us, like, you have to greet people when they walk in the door. Like, welcome to Sleepies, the mattress professionals. <laughs> And like some people, he they just want like a hello, he, he you still, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He still has a tone too. It, that's how <laughs> not because he do it, because he knew. But, it because, do but, it. but uh, you as an authentic individual, that becomes cheesy, bro. Y'all been in the stores where they try yeah. to sell you stuff? Oh, yeah, it's yeah. not a good feeling. Oh, yeah, 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 but yeah. they would send like secret shoppers in to try and catch, mm, catch you, you not doing the greeting. Like there was, they play games with you, you know. So just for my mental, it wasn't yeah. good. Yeah. And then like. Also, I was I was pretty young. Like I didn't have like a lot of mentorship from anybody. Right. So like, I wish I could go back to that time and spend that eleven hours like researching and learning right. stuff. Mm -hmm. Like I watched everything you could think of on Netflix. Like I watch every Law and Order, every that seven. Like I'm just there wasting time. Oh, mm -hmm. Okay, you, you know, think you wanted it to be right now, hindsight. Yeah, if I could go back, I would have studied like the industry a little more. I right, probably yeah. would have read up on like mental health more and mm -hmm. like. You know, just did more productive stuff with that downtime instead of just sitting at sleepies on an iPhone just staring at Netflix. Right. You know, because I would just binge shows. One person would come in, you try to sell them. Mm -hmm. They leave, go back to binging shows. You're on Instagram. Like, I wasn't even building Instagram. I'm just, like, wasting time on my That's, phone. Right. Yo, Nef around that, what year was this? Because Netflix came out what year? Ah, uh, man. This is probably 2013, 14. So, so, oh, wow. you, so you was ahead of time. You was already on your phone Maybe. watching. Maybe. I, I don't know when they came out, but Law & Order was on there. <laughs> that 70s show was on there. Yeah, like, I watched every show you could think the, of the, that was I on there. I can imagine the lag. There was no lag. 
Yeah, yeah, nah. so, so you asked Sleepies, and then had, when does the transition happen? Well, so I get an opportunity at, at maybe three years of being at Sleepies okay. to go do street team. Okay. okay. So like street team for hot. Yeah, for okay. hot. So a street team job pops up at Hot 87. It's like $15 an hour. But at that point, like I had been in the building just mm-hmm. as an assistant. Mm-hmm. That any opportunity that came up, like I'm just jumping on it to be in that building. Right. You know? And it came up, I left Sleepies, I went to this job to make 15 an hour, couple days a week, and then I went back to grinding on the haircuts, all that. Yeah. So, like, I just kind of separate myself from the Sleepies stuff to give myself freedom to just fully go ham with whatever music is going to become. And you had a skill set in certain other things, so you was able to apply that other places. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, fire. I That's wouldn't dope. have been good at hot if I didn't do haircuts, yeah. honestly. Like, if I wasn't cutting, like, Rosenberg's hair once a week, like, yeah. I probably wouldn't be in the building as much. Right. You know, at the time, I was cutting, like, Enough's hair here and there. Mm-hmm. Like, I was cutting Mac Miller. Like, they had certain artists that would come through. They'd be like, yo... So, like, I was, like, the barber guy at the station mm-hmm. that was, like, also trying to, like, work in radio. Dope. So, now that you're in there, when does that street team cutting hair, you in the building, when does the opportunity get? Well, so, street team was the opportunity, but it was more like, you'll get this van, go out to this Metro PCS store, and mm-hmm. just, like, promote the station. So, it was, like, these pop-up events all over the city mm-hmm. where, like, me and, like, another street team member would take the van, go out, and give away tickets, tickets. or whatever. I remember those vans. So, I did that for a little bit, but Sunday nights, Rosenberg has a show called uh, Real Late, Peter mm-hmm. Rosenberg. Uh, yep. So, Sunday nights... He gave me the job of just like taking the curses out of songs and then he wanted me to be at the station now that I had a key card with Shawnee Culture who was running the boards Boards. for the show. Mm -hmm. So he would mix the show at his crib, send it in. Shawnee would upload it to the computer, Mm -hmm. run the show on air. I start hanging out with Shawnee to learn how that works. And then, you know, over time, it's like it's midnight. You know, Shawnee has a shift in the morning for the morning show. So like it slowly becomes like he would come in after the show and I was just running the boards. boards, And um, Carly Hustle caught wind of that and was like, do you want to be a board op? And I was like, yeah, I'd love yeah. to. Like, I'm, I'll get off the street team, just be in the studio, yep. be sick. So she gave me the opportunity to board op, and I just took on every shift they would give me. I'm like, I'll work whatever hours, whenever, holidays. Like, I'm Is just, I'll work hustle, whenever. Man. It, I, Grinding. I, I, the biggest thing I've, I've thus far, I've, you know, from our conversation right now has just been that you understand the pivot. Yeah. You understand, <laughs> your, whatever your pivot is, you understanding that that's that's a big thing for you. It's like, all right, I'm I don't know what I want, but these opportunities are coming, and I and I'm gonna take them and consistently pivot and put yourself in uncomfortable positions that make yourself comfortable. Because you yeah. weren't a, you weren't a board op, but you nah, was nah. learning. <laughs> nah, but he's a, but he's a hustler, and that's the whole thing. Yeah. Like honestly, bro, like your story is the epitome of kind of like what this part is about, but, right? Yeah. It's it's <laughs> nah, because it. the hustle is hip hop, yeah. right? For sure, nah, for sure. And it translates into everything, like, kind of what Don is saying as far as the pivot, Pivot, right? That's that's the the business term. For you, you're like, yo, I'm just hustling, and I'm just looking at whatever opportunity. I'm going to do that. Okay, bet. Yeah, I don't want to. I'm not going to do street team. I'm going to do that. And and that's something also that we speak about, you know, you got to get in the building first. That's why I was asking you so much about... You know, when did you get into that building? And you got into the building as street team, yeah. cutting hair, and then he ends up on the radio. And that's what, like, like that's huge for people yeah. to even understand Same. that, yeah. right? Because you're just going. You're going. You're doing, that's like, a you're a creative at heart, right? And creatives are like that, right? Where it's like, I'm just going to go, and it's that Martin Luther King, right? Like, take the first step, the rest will follow. follow yeah. And that's kind of, that's something as far as for me, I've had to adopt that in the past few years because I was very... 
Yeah, you it's know, tough. it has to be this and the way you're moving and how you are moving. Yeah, bro, that's that is is dope. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate it. And and the biggest part about you know, like you said, for uh, this like what we want to talk about on our pod is a- aspect of individuals like yourself figuring out how to become right. So it's like becoming what you what are you becoming? Is either you know um, I started at radio and now I, I transitioned into. You know this, this you know this soon to be like commercial <laughs> real estate mogul. Like you know what I'm saying. So yeah. you understand yeah. that aspect of that. That's another pivot. You had to learn how to get into. Now this is a whole different. This is solely transactional. <laughs> yeah, like, not this a straight transaction. No, there's no feelings. There's no I love you. Uh, nah, property. Nah, nah. It's yeah. yo. Maybe we're residential, but yeah, what I but, do is not emotion. It's emotionless for sure. Yeah. So essentially, getting into that, it's it, it, it's it's actually looking at your career life currently you know how to pivot yeah so that's the biggest thing (laughs) i'm definitely learning like i think the two things to take away for anybody watching this is like one if you know there's something that's calling you like just start putting yourself around people that's doing that thing whether it's like pharmacy or barbering or radio or whatever Mm -hmm. i know it sounds easier said than done but like like, you guys are welcome to everybody. You know, you guys yeah. show mad love to everybody. Yep. I'm sure if somebody DMs you guys asking for advice, you yeah. would take the time to give them the advice. Yeah. I would take the if time. If they to ask give for the advice. advice, if they don't, if they say, yo, we're not doing it. Well, yeah. the, that's yeah. the thing is yeah. like, yeah. Let's, let's, work. The, let's work. I would tell <laughs> they, so many people, like yo, you want to do radio? Put, put yourself around 10 radio people. Yeah, 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 how yeah. am I going to get 10 radio? Maybe not at Hot 87, but you can right. reach out to 10 radio people throughout the country that'll 100%. give you a little bit more info than you had before. Right. Yeah. So there's that. And then the second thing is like, like for me personally, I didn't chase money or fame or anything. I just wanted good energy. Like I came from so much depression and stress yep. and like I didn't want to feel like shit anymore. Mm-hmm. So like anything that I took on, it was more like... Like the practical smart thing to do is like stay asleep, he's make a hundred thousand a year, save yep. your money and get stability, yep. then go follow your dreams. Like yeah. but I knew it wasn't bringing me joy being at sleepies. I thought street team would make me happier even though it wasn't making me money. Mm-hmm. I said, fuck it, I'm gonna just follow the passions. So Beautiful. I think that's a big thing too, is like so many people stay in relationships because they're comfortable, yep. but like there's no growth unless you get uncomfortable. And there's no but there's also like you just that that's interesting you said is the passion, right? So people are just chasing checks currently without chasing the passion, right? So most people nowadays that what we see, the people that we encounter, because I don't want to generalize everybody, but some of the people that we encounter, they're only chasing the, the money. And I'm not saying that you don't need money, because I, you know, I, I, a mentor of mine said if somebody doesn't talk about money, run away from them fast. Yeah. Like if they if they try to blindside you and say that you know you don't need money, we're not <laughs> saying that's not what you don't need, yeah. but the passion essentially brings the money to you. And I think nowadays we're so la- we're lacking a lot of passion. Some people are lacking passion because one, they probably don't know what they want to do. Two, they don't know sometimes to just shut their mouth and just kind of see. Everybody thinks because they can Google something that they're an expert at it Dang. and they don't know about being in it. It's what it actually helps. It helps build the character. For sure. And, and with us, with Mike and I, we're, try- we're, we're doing our best to try to lead by example and show people like, yo... You have to be in it for you to be in it. Mm-hmm. Most people don't want to see that. And the thing is, when it doesn't move, you know, in a week, it's a problem. Or if it doesn't move in a month, it's a problem. Like, you know, you don't know how long. I, I've been at this for a long time. Yeah. So the fact that having this opportunity now, like having a quote-unquote voice, you know, this is now, <laughs> this, is a, this is a constitute of what the job was before, prior to this. Yeah. So now that we're here... Is now showing people that the passion is what 
you know, leads up to, you know, gaining any type of capital, et cetera. Yeah, you know, people chasing the check because of what society is like. Nah, for you sure. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Because when Mike was going through all of that, we're similar as far as on the hustle aspect yep. of it. We didn't have, we weren't bombarded every day with money over everything. You know, oh, it's about this bread. I'm putting a stack of money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's the thing we, that it, that was messes. A money phone, but you know, that, it that, that's it the was, thing that messes. That's <laughs> the thing that messes with everybody for sure. as far as with society. So that's why chasing the check, and it's real easy for someone to say chase the passion because we say that all the time. Mm -hmm. It's because we have knowledge of that, for sure. right? My stepfather always told me, as far as with kids, you kind of you have to have something that you can compare. There's yeah. comparisons in life, always, right? So we compare to before. Like, and this is why it's it's a beautiful thing hearing your story. And I think it's important for us, aside from the sentimental value of you being the first guest and what you're yeah. in your story, mm -hmm. but for people to hear exactly this, bro, because the thing is, is that, you know, you, your story is amazing, bro. Yeah. Like, and I what you've it, done right? and, and what like you, what you said, like you're sitting there and see Don and I are sitting here and we're, I don't want to say. It's not analyzing. It's just like we see what you're doing, and you're like, yeah, I was just going. And we're like, yep. nah, you was hustling. You was putting yourself in positions or whatever and not even knowing that. As far as people, your story, very inspiring um, as far as for, like I said, not this, just a sentimental aspect of it. I think people need to hear more of this yeah. um, from you. And I'll tell you from a friend to a friend, like, I think you should really be out there speaking about what, you, bro, you got to understand, like, we're living in a time of, you know, meant like what you said, you wish you would have done more research on mental health. Mm -hmm. And we've had phone conversations for a while, and and you know we're big on that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. Um, and just life, and it's not just about, so you know, it's not just about influencer and social media. Social media is, you know, when we speak about that, it's not just about right. the talent. The talent yep. It's what it does to society as well. Yep. Yeah. We make a living with it, but then it's like, it's like what I say about the, the book, The 48 Laws of Power. That book, unless you're mentally ready for that, you can really turn into a fucking asshole. That's a yeah, fact. for sure. You know what for I'm sure. saying? Yep. Because I remember reading that, yep. and I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. There's no yeah. way I'm doing yep. that. Yeah, but yeah. you have people that are just like, and again, with the word follower, everybody, yeah, they yeah, said yeah, do yeah. this and do that. So, you know, going back to what you were saying as far as, you know, everybody's chasing the check, We that's just what it is. It's mm -hmm. because they nobody is telling somebody, nobody's like, oh, hold on a second. It's not just about that. And that's where I think... Don and I come in as far as with talent or with people in general, whether they're talent or not, right? When you meet and the energies are there, it's you want to help somebody because it's like, damn, we have comparisons. Yeah. Life wasn't always like this. For sure. And we understand how people are, you know? And so, uh, you know, I'm going to keep going back to that, bro. Like, yo, you're super strong-willed, bro. Like, yep. what you've done. And then now, like Transi what Don was saying, transitioning into, yeah. into real estate, which is fire. Fire. You know what I mean? Thanks, and man. now you'll take all of this stuff that you've taken your life. This is your book, bro. It's just another chapter. Some chapters are shorter than others, yeah. but you have an impelling, compelling, impelling, <laughs> a compelling book. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? It's a compelling story. And I just think that, like I said, you know, if we have 28 views. <laughs> you know, but, nah, but, yeah. but that's the thing. Sometimes, like before, I used to just call him and tell him, like, yo, congratulations. So, or send a message. It, it was never always like, yo, what can... Yo, Mike, what can you do? Yeah, sometimes man. it's just like, yo, bro, I told you did. Congratulations. And, and and sometimes people, I think, we forget those small things of just even, you know, just the congratulations of somebody that you see got, got, got something going on. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, I think so, nowadays they think it's D-riding, right? You're like, oh, oh, you only doing that? Nah, yeah. this is my friend. This is my mm -hmm. bro. I, I want to show him that I support him. And even if 
just saying like, yo, bro, I see what you're doing, man. Congratulations. Yo, that, that stuff goes a long way. So yeah, the, and, and so yeah, that bell is crazy. I like the bell in the, in the <laughs> wheel. Yeah, yeah. So he's, <laughs> and now so, we celebrate each other at the office for sure. Like when people make deals and mm -hmm. you know things go through, you know we definitely celebrate each other. I think the world would be a better place if it was like that, man. And, you yeah. know, so even transition, but be look, a better place. even <laughs> transitioning to what we do. So we're taught to like not celebrate, not taught. So it's it's like an unspoken rule. You you don't celebrate for too long, right? Because you got to get to the next thing. But with us, we don't see it that way. It's actually, it's funny, Cheeks, Cheeklet was like, yo, this is a big deal. We, we oh, did yeah. something for like a magazine and my, and he said something to us and we're like, oh, okay, that's cool. And he's like, no, bro, it's not. <laughs> he said, it's, he's like, no, what, what, what do you mean it's cool? It's not cool. It's actually great. Yeah. Most people don't get this. Yeah. And I think with us is because we're so caught up on just, you know, all right, what's next? We don't bask in the... Um, you know, basking it like, oh my gosh, we did this, and because we we feel as if that like, it may you know get big headed, and then you, and then it becomes that you you almost turn into an a hole, which we know we're not, but we don't want to sit in the in the celebration. Chicla had to say to us like, yo, bros, no, this is a big deal. This is not something small. This is something that we we should celebrate, and we and, and how about this? We should celebrate everything we do because. It's not easy. The mm -hmm. things that we're doing are, are like really breaking down barriers, and pe and the people in the outside world don't see that. So, and yeah. that's and that's the biggest thing for what we're doing currently with our companies. Mike and I are making sure that we become those change agents. See the people that you you're saying like the radio aspect is not too many of that. Mm -hmm. The difference between that and this is that Mike and I are at the forefront that we can become those change agents because there's no gatekeepers when it comes to content creation. Sure. They, they, some they be trying to say they are, but is what the people like. So if the people like it, you can't stop it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the, the difference is, that's so with us, is that we're showcasing that we can celebrate each other. We can, you know, let each other know, like, yo, that was a good, that opportunity that we took is a good opportunity, and let's continue to get more. The thing is that we try not, I know Mike and I, we try not to bask in it too mm -hmm. long, because then it becomes like, all right, it's almost like something that is, it's, it's supposed to happen now. It's funny, Chikla said, no, this is not supposed to. You know, we created it. That's why it's here. So yeah. it's it's definitely the aspect of you y'all celebrating yourselves um, where you're at for, with the real estate. It then translate with what we're doing, celebrating ourselves when we get these big these, celebrations. These celebration, yeah. bitches! <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the one that curses because everybody's saying ish and a hole, oh, nah, saying yeah, asshole listen, and shit. I'm not, yeah, <laughs> no, but at the end of the day, it's just more so of just understanding that the celebration is is it it, it actually helps propel the things that we're doing for sure um, yeah. because then it, it like even today we we came in with that you know that big poster that we did for paper planes yeah. that stuff is now like visually something that we can see as like oh look we did this yeah that's big yeah, yeah. no 100 percent. and i want to being that you're speaking about celebrations mm -hmm. i want to speak with hip-hop mike uh -huh. yeah. about something that we've had a conversation about mm -hmm. about hip-hop 50 oh oh yeah right so we're celebrating Hip Hop 50 here too, man. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I mean <laughs> no, no, no. The 50 no. year of hip hop, we love no, no, no. it. No, no, no. Oh my god. No, I'm almost 50, and your hip hop mic. That's the closest. Nah, that's funny. No, but the, but but the thing <laughs> is, is that having a conversation, and it's like, hip hop. I get it, right? Mm -hmm. For for me, when I was watching everything, and I was like, yo, there's a lot of hip hop 50 celebrations, right? Mm -hmm. And it's because, from my opinion, and I want to hear your opinion, it's like. There's companies, yo, bro. I saw AARP Megan, doing, 50. doing something for Hip Hop Fifty. Wow, yeah. right? And I was like, yo, these people would not want anything to do 
with hip hop at all. But, but because they benefit from it, mm -hmm. now they're gonna be like, hey, we're gonna do hip hop fifty, hip hop fifty, hip hop fifty. They're doing this, and from a business side, I get it. I understand mm -hmm. it from the purest and here damn near at the beginning of hip hop mm -hmm. and what I see and what I've watched and saw when nobody gave a shit about hip hop. Mm -hmm. Now it's fifty. Now you now you want to. It's mm -hmm. you know well, what I'm saying? well, ain't some of the some of the founding fathers on ARP. I mean, yeah, but still, <laughs> I'm but just still, saying. Listen, I'm just saying. You could, you could spin everything yeah, from a business yeah, standpoint. You could yeah, spin. Yeah, you could spin every single company to do a hip hop fifty celebration. I got you. But I'm just saying. So. What is your take on that? I mean, I I part love it, part hate it. Okay. Honestly, I always celebrate hip hop from yeah. early on, and I I'll be honest, I ran into Cool Herc like maybe eight years ago now, something like that. Mm -hmm. Shout out to PD's jokes. Me yep. and him was in like the LES. We ran into Herc in like some little random deli type mm -hmm. shit. Mm -hmm. And he was not looking great, man. He yeah. was not celebrated. Yep. Right. I talked to him. I was at the time I was still hot. I told him I work at hot. Yep. Herc told me fuck the culture. Straight wow. up. Really. Wow. And and I felt that because I was like, you know, the culture has not been good to me the way I've been good to it. And yeah. I feel the same with him. Fast forward, I saw him being celebrated, the Yankee Stadium thing, mm -hmm. you know. And I think that's beautiful. I think, you know, there's a certain, you know. You, you got to give people their flowers, yeah. you know? But people also got to do hard work to earn their flowers. And I love the Hip Hop 50 thing because I think a lot of the people that are running the Hip Hop 50 stuff, mm -hmm. you know, these guys deserve praises Praise. for yeah, what yeah, they've for sure. done to Hip Hop. Yep. And I think, you know, there being something to celebrate them is great. Mm -hmm. But I don't like when sometimes they use it as an excuse for more. Like I think these people also want to be celebrated every other day. You know? I, so we so we went to the mayor. What's it, Gracie Mansion? Yeah, yeah. The hip hop yeah, we fifty to, breakfast for, for the hip hop fifty breakfast. We were there. It was amazing. It was dope. You know, it was for us. It was like nostalgic because we yeah. saw a lot of people that. We looked up to like fans, like fans. Like, yeah, like you know fans. I mean? I'm like, yo, that's special ed. Like I was in there, like, oh, <laughs> I got it made. Like I was in there, like it was crazy. So, but then you know, Cool Herc got on stage, and you know, people are arguing the, the date of like the birth of hip hop, and some people are, and some people aren't. But oh, and some people are also saying that um, it was already here before the Bronx. Like yeah. there's 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 a lot of bunch of controversy that um, that back in I think in the fifties or sixties they were already rapping. Right, but I guess for the doo-wop, you know, back in the days and how they used to sing. So even with that, but the aspect of the culture came together in New York City and the Bronx with the individual that it came through. I just think that now, like Mike said, companies are seeing that it's something that can be stretched out, and they're and they're putting their paws on it to see how they can bleed more from the culture. That's why I respect like Rock the Bells with. With LL Cool J, because what he does is yeah. he created. He gives Mike tickets every single I year. Get tickets like every year. <laughs> but no, but this, but this is what I'm saying though. But he takes that, and even if it's not hip hop 50, it's still a concert that oh, travels. 100%. It tours, so you're you're always gonna get something something nostalgic from there, and you're yeah, gonna yeah. also get something very like hip hop and also a, a comforting feeling. So I just think that the hip hop 50 is, you know, right now it's about it's like this is fourth quarter, it's about to be the end of the year. Leading into you know the the holidays into what we're gonna we're gonna have hip hop fifty lunchboxes. See, so my thing I'd say this is my concern with it is who's gonna be here to celebrate hip hop hundredth? Hundredth, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because I think we spend so much time celebrating the fifties. Everybody in their fifties, we celebrate all these guys mm -hmm. all the time. 
But it's like we're not celebrating the stuff that's happening right now. No. We're trying to bleed from it. And now when there's an opportunity to celebrate these guys that I think is warranted, is like right. it's 50 years, we should celebrate the people that mm-hmm. yeah. led the way. Right. Are these people using this as an opportunity to also celebrate what's going to come? come yeah. Or are they using it as an opportunity to just exploit that moment right. again? Because so, but do you think that... Do you think they didn't even care about what's going on now? They just caring about themselves. Are you talking I'm, about the brands? Or you no, I'm just talking about like I guess the artists. I don't know. I really I don't know. I just what I know is that I see the hip hop fifty events and how mm-hmm. much passion goes into it from mm-hmm. the people that are really celebrating things right. that they love and believe right. in. Mm-hmm. And I've seen the other events where it's like these same people mm-hmm. are not around the, the the newer community that they don't celebrate. They don't really care so much about where it is just transactional. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. that's why I said I like. The way LL was doing it for me. Well, he does. He's he's consistent with it, and I think it depends. He's also my he's also my like one of my idols. I I think it's I think it depends on the person too, right? Like because the hip hop aspect of it, I think it's all timing. Yeah, it's it's the same thing as far as with sports, right? Mm -hmm. You had guys like Mickey Mantle that weren't making money like that, and now you got dudes making millions and millions of dollars because it's turned into a business, Mm -hmm. right? And this is what the hip hop artists are doing. And I was watching. I was watching uh, Big Big Daddy Kane on um, on Drink Champs, mm-hmm. and we talking about the kind of the date and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he he put it. I was like, yo, you know what? That's exactly for me. I I understood it. He was like, yeah, before Herc, yes, there were people rapping. Yeah, like what what you said. Yeah, he was like, but what Herc did is he was the first person mm-hmm. to bring all of the elements together, uh. which started. Hip hop, the culture, yep. which I was like, you know what? He's, yeah. That makes sense, yeah. and that, to me, yeah. that made sense, right? Because I, I don't know if you know, we say that he's cool, Herc, and I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> <So, laughs> Did you make it? Make it in Puerto Rico? No, but it's, it's exactly what you said. There is like Herc. If the intention was to bring the culture together, why are we not trying to bring the culture together for the hip hop fifty? Because that's what I commend LL for. Is like when they put together these Rock the Bells events, mm-hmm. he's not headlining every single so year. Sure. Yeah, it's different not. people, different right. age groups. It really celebrates everything hip hop has to offer, offer from right. the boots with the graffiti to yeah. the dancers to, the to the everything. Food, everything, the food. Yeah, you know the hip hop fifty events seem like they're about certain people, and and that's the you. thing that kind of rubs me the wrong way. Is like hip hop. At least in my opinion, it should be for all oh, of us. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I I supported artists that I wasn't even a fan of their music, but mm-hmm. I knew that they had energy to them that they were gonna go the the distance with whatever they were doing mm-hmm. because they could engage with people that were fans, you know. And if my job was to give them a platform, everybody should have a right to that platform. For we're sure. a very diverse city. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, so I feel the same with the hip hop fifty is like there should be a time to celebrate these guys that are hitting this milestone, mm-hmm. but at the same time, we should be celebrating these guys because they've championed the yeah, culture, culture and the community. Yeah. Yep. And what disappoints me is that, you know, the, the culture and the community doesn't get championed as much as the AARPs and these sponsors get <laughs> right, championed. Right, 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 the right, AARPs, right, right. 100%. And that, you know, follow the money. Yeah. So it's like... I don't know, man. I I think it's to each his own. To I don't like to be hard on anybody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but. you can't make too much judgment for me because currently it's just an aspect of a celebration, right? So you're talking about celebrating for the year. I mean, yeah, we celebrate hip hop all the time, but th- people are taking and I just uh, even the cultures. It's like, yo, let's celebrate something that we created mm-hmm. for the year. I, I'm not mad at that, but you know, sometimes it's with with hip hop fifty. I I definitely think it depends on the person, right? Because I always feel like there's hate or the people. That's what I'm saying. Like oh, yeah. it's like. The artists, I just feel like, with all due respect, I think some of y'all are haters. 
Yeah. Seriously, and this is coming from hip hop. Like I love hip hop. I'm like you, like us. We're we're born from hip hop, yeah. right? But you can't hate on the timing of everything, right? It's just you said, you know, pioneer. Mm-hmm. You did it early, mm-hmm. which is great. Okay, this was not like it was started from nothing. Yeah, there was no union here where it was like, okay, unique. You get a pension. Yeah, I think you should you should do stuff like that. But the thing is, is that you can't get mad at music talent that you don't like, but you created that. I don't think everybody gets PC off of that, yeah. right? You created mm-hmm. and you were a foundation, but at the same time, it's just your timing wasn't here. So I think, I wish I could talk to pioneers and sit there and say, hey, let's figure this out. There is something that you can, there's a business here. How do we cultivate that without hating because you're not making money like Uzi. Yeah. yeah. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, I say it's this. It's a different I, time, too. I, though. Yeah. There's a lot of insecurity and a lot of fear in the music industry. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it, and I get it. It's so hard to get into it that once you're in it and you have a situation, mm-hmm. you want to hold on to that situation for dear life. Mm-hmm. But, like, again, there's no growth without discomfort for the culture, for the individual. You know, the the hip hop 50th thing is like everybody should have a birthday that they celebrate. But, for sure. You know, we see the DJs, they'll have a whole month of birthdays for the, you know, idea of I can make the most money this month. Mm-hmm, it's my mm-hmm. birthday. Like, so you got to be real with yourself if, if you're exploiting something or mm-hmm. if you're contributing to something. And from my personal situation, I learned this with Hot. Like, even before things hit the fan there, I was looking to leave. I took an interview with. With Nick Cannon, I went out to L.A. I was going to mm-hmm. do his production. Like, I wasn't really trying to be on radio because I felt like in my 30s, the mm-hmm. same way that I was looking at these guys, like, they're out of touch, touch with the with stuff I'm listening to mm-hmm. in my 20s. I knew I was heading to be out of touch, and I knew that I wasn't going to be happy at a certain point doing that, and now I have the opportunity where it's like, do I hold on to this thing mm-hmm. and just try to justify it like I'm happy, mm-hmm. or do I really let it go, find freedom, and find something else that's going to make me happy? Mm-hmm. And... Again, I think it's, you know, a level of vulnerability that I'm fortunately, you know, fortunate enough to be comfortable with from my experiences. You know, people that get into stations because they did an internship or whatever, they never get to experience a vulnerability like that. So when they get something that they could just hold on to, Mm -hmm. sometimes they squeeze it so tight they choke it to death. Nah, for sure. You know, And, and I think whether you do it with the 50th anniversary or your birthday or you know your position of culture is just like it's counterproductive to the grand Grams. scheme of yep. things you yeah. know it's it's crazy because what you're talking about i don't i think i don't i saw ray daniels had joe budden on yeah and joe budden was speaking exactly about this that the reason why he made that transition like from the radio because he understood to the podcast he was like yo these dudes are there they're not trying to give up that seat so I had to create my own oh, scene. I thought that was so fire. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. but I'll say this. That's Cap, too, because Joe Budden definitely hit up Rosenberg, who helped him spark his podcast. <laughs> yeah. No, but he so always gives like, away. let's call it what it well, is. Hold up, but he, no, but he always gives He always gives him his props. I I mean, I hope so. I don't no, listen. No, no, I've seen him. I've I seen, hope so. I know. That's I'm gonna B&E tell you, Mike Joe, coming out. Well, no, nah, nah, so B&E I, I don't bring out. that up to give yeah. even Rosenberg his props. Oh. I just say it's like, let's be transparent about everything. No, he is, though. He's he's definitely transparent from some of the stuff I've listened to. He's definitely um, gave him his props on on that aspect of that. So I mean, but it, it's it's but it's also the pivot. So he pivoted from he know that they wasn't gonna give up them yeah. seats. So he just started his own. So it's 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 another it's a hip hop way. We we don't you don't want to let us in. We can't sample. Okay, cool. We're gonna yeah. show you how we gonna we're gonna, gonna, do, our yeah. we're gonna do our yeah. thing. So nah, and I respect that. Like I said, I just think it's so important to have fully transparent conversation. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Like I'll never say that. 
I didn't get inspiration to do what I did because of Rosenberg. If mm -hmm. I didn't produce real late, if I didn't work with Shawnee, if I wasn't around enough, mm -hmm. see with Flex, like if I didn't get that full experience, there is no hip hop mic, yeah. period. You know what I'm saying? And there's so many people that are like, I did it. I did it. It's mm -hmm. me. My name's yeah. the brand. My name. And it's like, you see five, six people behind them that's really like, like the Wizard of Oz is a sweaty dude behind the curtain, curtain, bro. Yeah, yeah, you know what sure. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's like if we keep giving people the the wizard mm -hmm. and not the guy behind the curtain, you know, a lot of people get a false sense of the vulnerability that they got to be okay with to get where they got to go. Yep. You know, the hustle that they need to get where they got to go, the the willingness to trust people. Like there's so many different personal things that need to develop mm -hmm. that I don't think people have forced in their face. And it's just forced their face like Chase the bag, yeah, get the money. money. But it, it, crazy, that's what this, that's what I, <laughs> that's what this pod's about. It's actually the person in the behind the curtain. We want we want to highlight those people. So the fact that you said that, that's what this is. Mm -hmm. We wanted to highlight the people that people do not see, right. the ones that are sweating in the back, mm -hmm. on the phone, doing the calls, doing all this, you know, but driving, you know. Everything. Dr. Feeling, everything. Yeah. So, everybody so, want to be Bieber, but nobody yeah, wants to. You'd be very happy if you were Scooter Braun. Exactly. Maybe start working towards that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's, for, you. And that's, if yeah, that's yeah, for you. If that's for you. Scooter's, Scooter's <laughs> definitely fire. He's flying helicopters. <laughs> you know? So, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, those are the things um, that, that's the reason why we wanted to, that's one of the reasons why we wanted to start this pod is because of showing people that the people from behind the scenes, because Mike and I are the guys from behind the scenes. Yeah. So when people ever hear, like, yo, I never saw y'all. I'm like, this is the most I've ever mm -hmm. seen you guys ever. And I said to myself, like, man, is that a bad thing? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, But is, again, it's, it's is the it, reason why we're doing this yeah, is like, because like, we're in a, in a time yeah. where four years ago, five years ago, man, we were well, yeah. behind the scenes. Yeah. We didn't need Ho to be, but now, now you have to kind of be at the forefront because it's crazy. And this has been a transition for us. us yeah. It's like, you know, we don't need to show you. Right, yeah. we're just doing, but in today's day, again, mm -hmm. we're pivoting, and now this is what we got to do because people got to know a face, put a face to the brand, and like what Don is saying is highlighting yeah. the people that are behind. We're we're team people, right? Yep. Like it's every like you said, everybody wants to be the quarterback, everybody yeah. wants yeah. to get that bread, everybody wants to score the touchdown. We want to talk about the O line. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Sure. You want to speak about all o of that. The O line is the one that protects the quarterback. Important. Yes, <laughs> yes. Everyone's important. That's yeah. the thing. Like, and everybody got to be real with themselves. You know, like you guys are doing something that again is uncomfortable, is nervous, is a little yep. different. Just mm -hmm. stepping in front of camera, being on the mic. Yep. But and and maybe it's not the podcast for the kid that wants to be like Cheeklet. Yeah. They got to watch Cheeklet's podcast. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. But this definitely is a podcast for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? And and I think that's okay. Like. Like, I'll be honest, man, I'm living proof of it. Like, with radio, I really loved music, and mm -hmm. I loved getting into radio and doing all of that. But at a certain point, you know, I was getting older. I'm mm -hmm. a white dude. I'm like, <laughs> I'm definitely not appreciated by the culture the You're same way. Dude? Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely a white dude. It, listen, <laughs> for whatever reason, like, it shouldn't be a color thing, but mm -hmm. it's relevant. And, mm -hmm. like... You know, I understand it's like you want to see people that's thriving, you know, that look like you to some extent. And yeah. there was a time that came for me where it was like, I don't know if I want to be funk flexing on 50. I'm not going to look that good. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Flex, flex, you know, black don't crack, bro. Yeah, 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 I'm, yeah, I'm glad he said that. You know what, you know what I mean? Black don't crack. I'm, that's um, the real. Well, that's the real. <laughs> I just keep well, it a buck. Well, I know I'm how I'm going to look at 50 gonna... on radio is going to be crazy the yeah. same way that I look at other people that's at that, that age. 
you know, that I'm looking at them crazy and I'm thinking to myself, like, who do I really want to be? And I I want to be the guy that owns Emmys. I want to be the guy yeah. that's, that's putting the DJs in position and not the guy that's just in a slot. And, mm. you know, in my 20s, I wanted to be flex. But as I approached my 30s, I wanted to do more production Rock behind show. the scenes. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to be Rick Cummins, who, yeah. like, owns, owns the station. The station. Yeah, yep. yeah. You know? And... It's again, it's okay to work towards being Scooter. It's okay to work towards being Justin, but don't work towards being Justin because he has the bigger amount of followers. 100%. I'm sure he's doing just as well as Scooter, or, or Scooter's doing just as well, if not better. Mm -hmm. You know, you could just get it how you live. live if something's yeah. calling you, do, do it. the uncomfortable the thing, thing and try it. Yeah, and yeah. you guys are going to inspire so many people that's going to come up that's going to be like, damn, I owe that to them the same way I'll say I owe it to Rosenberg. Yeah, yeah for mm -hmm. sure. I mean, and that's essentially what this is, man. We, we, we're doing our best to hold fast to our goals, right? So we're, and, and we've, when we started this, which you were at the inception of it, we essentially, we, we, we had a goal in mind. Um, this was phase two, right? About yeah, this two? is, yeah, this, yeah. and this just came to kind of like with you fucking as you. natural. If you yeah. put yourself in the energy, naturally yeah. things are going to present themselves. As and that's where the goal came, this phase. Yeah. We were like, yo, how do we, what do we want to, how do we want to house and how do we want to create? Our office was on 3rd Avenue and we felt as if that we were in like a principal's office and we had, and we don't, and we respect the office in 3rd Avenue, but mm -hmm. it just wasn't ideal when it came to about being a creative, the type of creative that we are. Right. Yeah. Um, Cause it was a creative space, but it was a creative space for other things. Right. Um, so we essentially wanted to have, this is the, we are, we created this, this mindset. We didn't know what we were looking for. And Mike was just like, "Yo, we gotta find a place," mm -hmm. and we found I was, it. I was telling him the story. Oh, that you called me. I felt like I, I felt like he was like, you know, in in, in a closet. <laughs> no, Mike. I think I found our spot. No, no, <laughs> but, but 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 it was a goal. So yeah. you know, and and I keep harping on the goal because you said you didn't know what your goals were at in my yeah. moment, but now essentially you kind of you're building out your your goals as you go. Yeah. Um, it looks like that's what that's happening, right? That's, well, that's... I set myself up for it. So, like, with the real estate, like I said, I I learned about myself. Instead of focusing so much on, like, what am I going to do to get the next set of clicks, mm -hmm. I, I fell back and, like, what am I going to do to get the next fulfillment of happiness? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what do I got to let go of and what do I got to bring in? And it's like I had to let go of, like, you know, ego and, and mm -hmm. insecurity. I had to kind of bring in more like support. I had to surround myself with people that, you know, I felt like wanted to see me win. Nice. And I, and I think, you know, any job I've had, I've always felt better when I'm around people. people. When I work with you guys, I feel great because yeah, yeah. it's like, y'all want to see me win. Yep, Whether yep. we work on content or we or work on anything, anything. Yep, it's, yep, yep. you know, that energy has is, is been very, um, it's been fulfilling and it's showed that I'm able to elevate through that energy. For sure. When I get, you know, more content, it's like if I go to the gym and I'm just tired and I mm. lift like little five pound weights, I'm not getting no muscles. Yep. You know, so it's like you got to push yourself. But instead of pushing myself to do something that everybody else might say, like, get more views. That's what you yeah, should yeah, be yeah, doing. Yeah, yep. I push myself to do something that I felt was more true to myself. Mm -hmm. and. You know, you got to just be honest with yourself, man. Same way I say I'm, I know how I'm going to look when I'm 50. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. might look great, but yeah. I don't know. My idea of like a radio host is like a young kid that's in tune with what's going on. Nah, for sure. My idea of a radio host isn't like a guy at 50 that's like, y'all need to listen to Nas. Nah, well, <laughs> you know listen. Well, well, you know, somebody that's not you know, too, 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 it, you know, light on the eyes. Or, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> you never, you know, that saying, you got a face for radio. Yeah. Nah, it's yeah. different now I mean, because you got the video. Well, listen, so, you know, if I. 
it's not just hip hop. Like I'm in oh, the business of radio. radio. I'm a broadcaster, broadcaster right? Yeah. So Give me Scott Shannon. Where? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Is if I'm a broadcaster, it's like, all right. Well, what happens when I'm bored with hip hop? Where do right. I go? I'm go. not into the sports as much. Like go it's ahead. like my trajectory as far as being a visual media personality. Mm-hmm. Is like if I'm gonna do that, I feel more called to do it as like a motivational speaker, speaker or yeah, somebody that's, that's like like I was trying too hard to talk to Cheeklet's audience and not enough of my, my audience. I get that. You yeah, know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. But and that's but that's where you know I think we with that you know we we, we start talking about our goals, bro. Like a hundred percent. He is the Segway King. I don't know. If nah, you know, he's great at it. He's, <laughs> a he's, a solid segue. he's a Segway King. So now we have a segment called Goalkeeper, and. As a fan of the show, okay. do you know what that means? <laughs> the, biggest. <laughs> the biggest. The biggest. The biggest. The biggest, you know. You know? Um, so, you know, it's just something for us to kind of keep each other accountable and yeah. again on the mindset. Um, so what's a goal that you have maybe that you would want? For, just, and just a weekly yeah, yeah. goal. I don't I don't yeah. need the five-year goal. You know, oh, but this, yeah. th- this week. Where, this week, yeah. yeah. What would be a goal that you'd want to keep? I mean, this week's tough. It's I'm thinking like a lot in the future right now. I'm like a couple months out, but mm-hmm. um, man, this week is just like keep pushing myself. Honestly, like I got in the habit of just like leaving a book on the coffee table because like I think when you put things in your field of vision, it's only a matter of time before you pick them up. Mm-hmm. Right? So like I definitely want to stay on my schedule of like waking up early, hit the gym, mm-hmm. you know, do my reading. I'm trying to like swap out bad habits for good habits right now. Nice, just okay. Getting a rhythm. Um, I told you guys the end of the year I'm trying to go to San Diego. San, we have Diego. San Diego. San Diego. A whale's vagina. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm about to go out there. Um, but we're we're talking about opening a commercial real estate office. So Amazing. like right now, my only goal, bro, is to be on that like routine. Like the same way I say when I was grinding at Sleepy's, like it's work at Sleepy's, leave, pick Rosenberg up, drive him where he gotta go, go back to Sleepy's, sleep, wake up, do it again. Like I'm on that time right now with like wake up, go to the gym, go to work, yeah. you know, put deals together, leave, go home, wake same. and like I think building that rhythm, you know, going into San Diego, having the opportunity to build this office. Mm-hmm. The five year goal is like I need a couple M's in the bank, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I feel it. like in two years I need to hit like one million. And then in five years I need to hit like two, three million. Nice. And then I wanna wait when the interest rates come down. I'm just gonna start buying, bro. I want to buy like Panera Bread, Burger Kings, McDonald's, CVS's, yeah, Targets, Walgreens. School. I'm trying to just buy everything. Yeah, just know we'll be partners in something of that. <laughs> that was the extended version. I'm trying to of buy Goalkeeper. everything. Panera like, Bread. You know what I'm saying? Like I have new, new, um, new role models now. That like there's people that I look up to in the real estate world mm-hmm. that I like the way they approach things, and I think it's something that. You know, a lot of people find joy, man, in just doing, doing business. business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. So it's, it's about, sometimes it's more about the hunt than anything else. Yeah. yeah like, I, yeah. I love business. Like, the music industry, I loved it because of the mind games. Not even so much about just the music. Like, mm-hmm. I have my personal flavor of music, but, mm-hmm. like, like it's, it's one thing to love running an ice cream business and another thing to just love chocolate. chocolate. You know yeah, what right, I'm saying? Right, 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 right. And, like, I went into the music industry, like, loving chocolate, trying to manage this whole place. I got you. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Where with this is like, I love the overall, like, I don't care what kind of building it is. Like, I just love the idea of like owning something that is net leased to like a big tenant that's going to pay predictable rent and like that peace of mind and that consistency. Like, I really think that's where you get the most growth is like you slowly lift a little bit more weight, Mm -hmm. you know? And instead of trying to go from like five pounders to 100 pounders at Mm -hmm. Hot 97, Mm -hmm. 
you know, I feel like I've got a little bit of a momentum in this real estate where I want to build something that at 40, 50 years old, like I want to buy the radio station, bro. Like, I get, no cash. I mean, that's so corporate mic right like, there. I want to corporate mic talking that's, right but now. But that's a goal. So no, hundred percent. No, that was the extended. That was the like, remix. It's not that yeah. crazy. Like it sounds it's crazy, not. but like but no, no, it sounds crazy to people that think that don't know the business side. But mm -hmm. like right. the, the station, like right now, is probably worth like seventy million, which like isn't that much money. Like I sold thirty million in real estate last year. Yeah, so that's, you know. Yeah, I like, like no seventy flex. million like means flexing. that you need twenty percent down for like really good funding. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think by the time I could afford it, I'm sure it's not radio's not going to be worth as much. Like mm -hmm. I'm hoping it comes down to like forty, fifty million. And he's going to buy it, and you're going to buy it. I would buy Out it. Of spite or it, just because? Nah, uh, because I feel like the city's diverse and it yeah, needs people, people in position, bro. That would be so and it's and wild. and I wouldn't even buy it. It'd be the Worst investment ever because if I put forty million back in a real estate, I'd probably make a way better return. Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's just like I don't know, and, man. And if I could passion. figure out how to do that at like fifty and just own the frequency, and then mm -hmm. whoever's around then that makes sense for it, just give it to them the way that I wish somebody would have given it to me when mm -hmm. I understood what was happening. You know, I think that's important for the city. So. <laughs> Well, that's I'm clickbait right there. Former employee buys Hot 97. Yeah, that's crazy. crazy. He's in a goal. That's a dope goal. Are we going to tell our goals? Or is Even if I don't do it, it's just to know I could do it would be great. But like, I hope that I could be in a position where I could do it and it's not even like a thought to me. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I'm hoping I'm generating like enough money off whatever mm -hmm. that like it's not even like I I work with guys that they could go spend a million dollars. No problem. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I want I would love to be there. You get there soon. <laughs> no, nah, but we could do the goal. Like, no, nah, I'm just saying because I like his goal. I mean, the aspect of him coming back and buying a building is a dope goal. Yeah. I mean, people don't realize too. It's not. But it's not, not that week. tough. Like you could buy. <laughs> people look at like million dollar properties. Like it's this like unattainable thing. Yeah. Like you really just need good finance. Like if you have good credit and like a hundred grand, you could buy a million dollar property. For sure. That pays you a hundred grand a year in rent. Yeah. You know, like it, like Elon bought Twitter, but like he didn't have to pay all cash. Like yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> like there's ways to play that game and. And at the end of the day, is like I I had this conversation with somebody. I don't I don't want to put them on blast because they feel otherwise. But like I had a conversation with somebody that's like you can't beat the system. You got to make it work for you. And I don't know. I think a lot of people think you could beat the system, mm -hmm. but like the only way the system's ever gonna get beat is if it changes and everybody gets on board. No yeah, one person is gonna tip the scale. Yeah, but of the it's whole. not going. It's not going to change. It's not going to change the way certain people want it, right? So the system is made for a certain amount of people. You're, you're a white guy, so it's made for like the system wasn't made for, for sure. Me. You know what I'm saying? So the concept of it, it the concept of it is that you, people like yourself, like allies, you guys are going to be one to be helping us to be able to change the system because you can now get inside of those systems and then change it to what you think it should look like. I think I think it's just give it back to people. Like like in all honesty, mm -hmm. this is my whole thing with with the whole black culture. Period. Mm -hmm. Is you know I I'm. Very on the border of all of it, yeah, but yeah. obviously my skin is white. Yeah. And I've been around a lot of Jewish people yeah. that when I go to Brooklyn, mm -hmm. there's an ambulance with the Jewish stuff. Mm -hmm. There's the police with the Jewish stuff. And when I say nobody could beat the system, is it's not going to be one person that beats it. It's, it's going to be, be one, one person, person getting the masses together Correct. to raise the money so that black people have ambulance services. Correct. So that black people have police departments. Correct. That's when that's when white people is going to get nervous when, I mean, when yeah, it's organized. I, I, I mean, essentially it's happening now. Um, it's, it's, it's a wave of it happened between brown and black, 
and um, is it's happening um, is about to change. I think in the next five to ten years, um, because there's there's a wave of like this financial literacy coming through, mm-hmm. and it, it sounds so cliche, but it's happening. And it what we talked about this last pod, if you know the brown and black community really starts pooling together, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be a game changer. Um, for the next several years, That's so I'm looking forward to that, and, I, and I'm happy that Mike and I are also a part of that aspect because he's a brown and I'm a black guy, um, and we can we're creating a different way of content creating of content creator of an agency management company media company, and we're able to showcase that it can be done. Yeah, it needs to happen, bro. Yeah, it's it crazy. Just, this it is right now. If you look at the wide angle, this is like a Gap commercial because nah. you have a black guy, a Spanish guy, and a white guy that walks in the so bar. Sit there, <laughs> walk in the bar no, but it's it's important. I yeah. mean, even just that, like that, naturally happened is very telling because mm-hmm. it's like there's. I think everybody at the end of the day just wants to be happy and yes. take care of their family, man. Yep. Like yeah. you know, whether you hate America, you hate Afghanistan, you yeah. hate any everybody everywhere just wants to, to be at have peace of mind for sure you know and i think we're we're very common bro it's like one person can't beat the system but one person could definitely get into the system and yep. create a whole, whole bunch of chaos, chaos. Yeah. yeah you know what i mean and i think we give too much attention to that guy and not enough no to too. the guy that's like i'm not important we're important, we're important. and yeah. that, i think that's where mike and i come into we're we're the we guys yeah i yeah. just i think that's a new york mentality to be honest with you because it's such a melting pot i think you know, when you speak to people that are outside of New York, mm-hmm. even whether it's, you know, certain terms, I won't say, certain uh, <laughs> um, certain things, certain <laughs> things that we just know, like what you're saying, this right here, mm-hmm. not to, no, no jokes aside, you have white, Puerto Rican, and a black, right? Daniel, it sounds like a joke. Walk in a bar. But this is New York, and this is, to me, this is hip-hop, right? We said this on a, on an interview on a pod a mm-hmm. minute ago, like, Hip hop don't have a color. You could say yes, it was started by blacks and Puerto Ricans, but it, it, the culture does not have a color because it's taken over the world, mm-hmm. right? And I think from New Yorkers, we understand that because you walk down the block, like you said, you could be in Brooklyn and you sit there and you see Jewish ambulance, and then you go down the next block, and then you know what I mean. Yeah. You're in Biggie's neighborhood, you know yeah. what I mean? yeah. And then you're in a Puerto Rican neighborhood, or you're black, you know, there's so many different things. But, but the, the, when you said the, the culture of hip hop, if you go to France. Like the culture of hip hop is completely a whole it's a whole thing. different thing. Yeah, yeah. It's wild, it is out, wild there. out there. Like it's it's you know, and, and you think it, it and it, like the gang culture is crazy. Like the culture of hip hop, yeah. they think that's what it is. And it's you go out there, you see a thousand blue flags, and you're like, Am I in <laughs> LA? Well, they don't have AARP moderating. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, that's the <laughs> thing. It was they, weird. Our business is so inserted sorry, into yeah, how to uh, take, take, yeah. take. hundred percent. Like I'd be honest, I don't know if y'all thought of it, but is there's you know, it's not called the group. It's this group, it's this group, which like gives the inclination. There's other groups, groups out there. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's yeah. not y'all don't make it just about you. You, you yes. know, it's like, but y'all could get down with this group who mm. has this variety of people. Co- correct. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'd I'd say it's the same. It should be this culture. Yes. It, you yeah. know, it, everywhere the culture, the culture mm-hmm. is this one thing that mm-hmm. is like we're just gonna take from it. Like, nah, this culture is just as relevant to this group yeah. as. That culture is relevant to that group. Yeah, and prepositional all phrase, of them Mike. Come together. Prepositional you know phrase, Mike. That's it. That's <laughs> it. That's what we gonna do. Yo, but what oh, do you, you want to do? You want to do your goal? No, nah, I mean, I think his goal is for his, him. Yeah, for him. So, so now because he's not gonna be here next week. So, oh, so, so what's you gotta, your goal? So my goal for th- for this week not, not to buy the building. Like, no, nah, not to buy the week. building. Um, my goal for this week. Let me broker it if you do. Uh, yeah, I, that, listen, you're going to. You buy the building. It's a purchase a car this week. 
Huh? Oh, purchase a car. This yeah, week. yeah. Nice. Yeah, I got to purchase a car this that's week. That's a great goal. Yeah, so. I have to purchase a car. It's very uh, stressful sometimes, but yeah, I'm purchasing. I'm looking for a car to purchase. All right, that's cool. I think for me is making sure that we have two successful events this weekend. Yes. Oh, you're going to be at one. I'm going to be at the other. I don't want to, you know, time frame or whatever. I don't mm-hmm. want to put it there. Um, but doing what we do. Representing our company yes. the way we need to do at both of these That's situations. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, but you know, just so they know, man, your man's gonna be at the Revolt World. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, but this dude with the time frames, bro. Yeah, that's why I didn't say anything. <laughs> well, I do. Right, exactly. Oh, oh my it's bad. All, it's all right, B. It's all right. Oh, so we're done. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We have my bad. <laughs> It's my bad. It's all right. But so, anyway. Only the third episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We flow, that, that, we flow. Thank you. thank you, Mike, for giving me grace. Gotcha. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Gotcha. But last segment yeah. of the show. This is the first time we have a guest. Yep. This is baseball reference. Yeah. That's the reason why I'm telling you. It's called Pitch Clock. New rules in baseball. You have 20 seconds to pitch. Mm-hmm. We're giving you an opportunity oh, to man. tell. Look in the camera. Yeah. And just 20 seconds to say pitch anything that you want. Anything. Oh, my God. I got $35 Generals for sale throughout the country. <laughs> if anybody's looking to buy Dollar Generals, we can make a package deal for uh-huh. a seven cap. Holla at your boy. Uh, also, if you have deals in Pennsylvania, $2 million or less, call me. I'm buying. Um, but, nah, in all seriousness, I just pitched the grand, man. Hit me at Hip Hop Mike. Any questions you have about music, about real estate, about life, I'm your guy, man. Holla at me anytime. And I, I don't charge... A lot of money unless you need a lot of help. You know what I'm <laughs> I love so that. If you just need a little help. I love that. I'll do it for free. But if you need a lot of help, I need a lot of money. That's, there you go. Yo, yo, yo. Mike, man. Mm-hmm. I just real quick, man. Yo, you're real good at this, like these segments, bro. You segue, I segment. Yo, this is. You guys this? are great. Yo, <laughs> together, nah, it's yeah. a quality show, man. Yeah, I like this guy, Appreciate man. Appreciate that. Appreciate yo, that. Yo, this is. Yo. Yeah, you nah. my bro, man. Yeah, we out here. <laughs> yeah. We out here. Well, yeah. you know, thank you. This yeah. is episode three. Our first guest, Mike Seriously, Thank you yeah. so much, bro. Thank you, thank my you bro. guys. Yo, I man. Can I do this? Ah. I, I love uh. the. I love the. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but this is this is dope. Um, for us, please subscribe. Everything for us is at this group media. That's for the YouTube. Yes. Um, the IG. We're not even gonna do our personals anymore. Yeah. Right? We're just at this group Inc. Yeah. For everything else, you need us. Holler at us. We'll speak to y'all. Thank y'all for watching. Peace. Peace.